celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Well, all right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is the middle of the month of October. The 15th already. Your date 10, 15, 2023, or 1015, 2023, however you prefer. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM. And, of course, all of the other platforms of streaming that we have so we can catch you anywhere around the world. And, of course, on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone, Android, with your KSHP app that you can put on your device. So you can hear us now on your device. Or anywhere you get podcasting. Simply put, however, wherever, whenever, welcome to this Sunday race day show. Getting ready to crank up week number six in the NFL. Getting ready to have another great day of racing around the country in this great sport of kings. And of course, we wait patiently. 19 days, 3 hours, 29 minutes, and 55 seconds and counting until the Breeders' Cup. Coming up on November 3rd and 4th, Friday, November 3rd, we'll have the two-year-olds taking stage in the Breeders' Cup, the stars of the future. And then on Saturday, all the other major divisions, including the Centerpiece Breeders' Cup Classic. And we'll be covering it for you not only here on the race day shows, covering Breeders' Cup Las Vegas style each and every day, but of course, here in Las Vegas where the South Point will host another annual Breeders' Cup seminar featuring in-house handicapper John Lendo and, of course, Jonathan Hardoon. I'll be there to keep the ball rolling. It'll be in the Grand View Lounge adjacent to the race book, and I can tell you it is a lounge. It's set up for entertainment, so you'll have it'll be very comfortable and great there. You'll have the tables you can sit at, have a cocktail. Certainly take down any information you would like from the handicappers. We'll be on stage doing it for you. It'll be 6 o'clock on that February, I'm sorry, 6 o'clock on that Friday, November 3rd, February. Come on, Ralph. Let's not go too fast. 
on Friday, November 3rd, right after the uh, two-year-olds are done in the first day of the two-day Breeders' Cup championships, we'll be on stage at 6 o'clock in the Grandview Lounge doing the seminar. And then following that, Saturday, November the 4th, we'll be up in the big ballroom, that huge ballroom with big, huge banquet tables so you can spread out all your handicapping paraphernalia, food and drink beverages. You've got uh, a bank of bedding windows and huge screens to watch all of the, the great racing action as if it's coming right at you. And myself and John, of course, will be there, and Jonathan, uh, to play the races with you. And we invite you to come out to the big ballroom on Saturday. We invite you to come out on in the book on Friday and in the seminar right after the uh, Friday races at the Grandview Lounge, also on Friday. Make it a Breeders' Cup weekend with us. We hope you do. We're going to look for some winners. Yeah. All right. And that's uh, 19 days away and counting. Good stuff. And, you know, uh, between now and then, as we said yesterday, uh, each individual state, a lot of the states that have horse racing, take the time between the uh, Breeders' Cup uh, winning your end wrap-up of races, the prep races, and the actual Breeders' Cup for the state-bred versions of uh, the Breeders' Cup format. And that happened yesterday in West Virginia at Charlestown Racecourse, the West Virginia Breds. And it happened yesterday at Laurel Park uh, for the Maryland Breds in the Maryland Million, which really the Maryland Million started it all, that concept, uh, many years ago uh, with John McKay. And, of course, uh, coming up this uh, coming weekend, it'll be on Friday, by the way, October 20th, coming up on Friday, five days away, the um, Oklahoma classics the oklahoma breads will have their big evening of racing at remington park and you'll have all the divisions again the starter handicaps the sprint the lassie the juvenile the starter for fillies and mares the distaff on the turf the distaff prints a sprint the distaff itself classic cup and the oklahoma classic turf classic all of that happening at remington park on friday as uh, they continue with their state-bred big days of racing. So a lot of good stuff happening. Anyhow, what did happen yesterday? Well, let's find out. Uh, At Keeneland yesterday, they held the Queen Elizabeth Challenge Cup. And in the race, the winner, boy, this Godolphin, I'm telling you, they have a monster stable of horses coming up for the Breeders' Cup. Maj, Maj, wins the Queen Elizabeth Challenge Cup, owned by Godolphin. This one is trained by Saheed bin Sarur, and not Charlie Appleby, but still it's Godolphin. And the rider, Oshin Murphy. Maj wins uh, convincingly, paid $4.64 as the favorite, outrunning Lindy, who was closing in on Maj, but got there in time, Maj did. And Mission of Joy, a big long shot, finishing third. After the race, they were wondering if uh, Maj would come right back. Maybe to to run in the Breeders' Cup. And all indications are Maj is now Breeders' Cup bound. 
after winning the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge and that score. So that one will be in the Breeders' Cup. All righty. Uh, for the rest of the day at Keeneland, uh, Jonathan Ardoon came with a winner for us in the fifth race. Zip-a-doo, $8.02. John Lendo followed in the sixth race with uh, Dornock. Was bet down right off the board, this one was. Paid $3.12. Trainer Danny Gargan has a nice w- horse here. Dornock just absolutely dominated this field of two-year-olds. Maidens at a mile and 16th under Louis Saez. Watch out for this horse. So you got the $1 race day of Las Vegas daily double of handicappers. That only paid $6.59 for a buck. Uh, let's see. Chad Brown had a winner yesterday. Brad Cox came back in the last race with the first mission. Again, another Godolphin owned horse giving Luis Saez two wins on the day. Flavien Pratt had a couple of wins on the day. So uh, it was a good day. Good racing day yesterday at Keeneland. A lot of favorites, though. See, the highest priced winner of the day, $21.32, came in the third race. The pick six, $168.97. The late pick four, $28.73, and the pick five paid $36.73. Mm. But a lot of a lot of good displays of uh, horse racing yesterday at Keeneland. Then, of course, we got the big A, Aqueduct. <laughs> In the uh, Sands Point, by the way, it just it was just horrible, the weather at Aqueduct yesterday. They tried to keep the two stakes races on the turf, but that didn't happen. So both the Sands Point and the Floral Park had to be transferred to the main track. And in the Sands Point, the winner there was Eternal Hope, Jamie Spencer, for Godolphin. Yeah, that one was trained by Charlie Appleby. $5 even for the win there. Just outclassed the field. Here we go again with Godolphin, Charles Appleby, etc. Eternal Hope outran uh, Nisi Marie. And uh, Highland Grace. And then the Floral Park transferred to the main track. The winner there was Scottish Star, Kendrick Carmouche aboard for Todd Pletcher, $2.60. That was a big favorite. That gave uh, Carmouche his second win and Pletcher his second win on the day in just the first four races. Carmouche came back in the fifth race with a $4.40 winner for three in a row. And uh, big price winner in the ninth race at $75 even. Helped out with a uh, carryover in the pick six. Nobody had that one and connected the others. So the pick six, five out of six, paid $214.25. Late pick five, 16360 bucks. Wow. Which was uh, a big reverse from the early pick five that only paid $20.62. $75 horse really made it happen in the uh, last sequence. Jose Lascano also had uh, three wins on the day, matching uh, Carmouche, and uh, Jose, Ortiz, or Jose Ortiz checked in with two on the day yesterday at the Big A. Santa Anita feature race, the California Distaff, won by Rosie Maddox for Steve Miotti and, train, uh, and uh, jockey Tiago Piera. 
$8.40 there, outrunning Mataha and Chismosa, who finished third. Jonathan Nardoon gave us a winner at Santa Anita. So Jonathan was two for two yesterday, hoping to be four for four for the weekend, huh? That winner in the ninth race, Chase On, just held on to win and paid ten eighty. Understand there was a single picket six ticket winner yesterday, coupling the prices of twenty nine sixty, eight forty, six forty, ten eighty, eight even, and thirty three twenty in the last race. That took it down at $85,506.90. The late pick five came back $4,940.55 with prices of $840, even, and $3320. So there you have that. And they were spreading it around with the jocks yesterday, too. Of course, Juan Hernandez won three of the first four races in his only three mounts in the first four races. So he swept the first four with his mounts, and then it got crazy later on in the day. Woodbine yesterday, three nice stakes races. The $150,000 Ontario Fashion won by Spun Glass with Luis Contreras aboard for Michael Trombetta, paying fifty. Fifty-seven twenty in an upset in the Ontario fashion, holding off awesome treat and loyalty in the $150,000 Ontario matron. The winner there was Millie Girl for Catherine Dave Phillips. Rafael Hernandez aboard, ten seventy was the winning price, outrunning Angel Lou and Il Malocchio. And in the $250,000 Cup and Saucer, the winner there, my boy Prince, Sahin Savachi, big favorite, paid two forty, trained by Mark Cassie, outrunning Arashi and King Rosso at Woodbine yesterday. And as we said, the state bred stakes race uh, racing day yesterday, the Maryland Million at Laurel. Winners were Precious Avery, uh, Bad uh, Temp, uh, I should say Wicked Prankster, won the uh, turf, Millions Turf. The Lassie was won by Miss Harriet. Big price there. Look at this, $126.60 for the $2 win bet in the Million Lassie. Wow. The Million Sprint won by Sevens Eleven, eleven eighty. The Million's Turf Sprint won by Witty, paying three forty. The Nursery was won by Kalahula Moon, paying ten twenty. The Million's Distaff was won by Intrepid Daydream at $4 even. And the uh, centerpiece, the Maryland Million Classic, was won by Ain't the Beer Cold, who finished second in the race. Market Maven actually was the first under the wire, but there was a disqualification after an inquiry that gave Ain't the Beer Cold a big winner for Javian Toledo, paying $75 even. Disqualified to second was Market Maven, and uh, Double Crown was third. A lot of people thought that was a ticky-tack uh, disqualification there. And at Charlestown, the West Virginians, West Virginia Breeders' Night. Winners there, the Vincent Mascarelli Memorial, won by Jubba with a twist, 320. Department of Tourism, uh, Jubba's Little Ballerina, 6780. The Jubbas won the first two races there. 
the lottery stakes won by uh, Jubba's Hat Trick. Are you getting the theme here? Gustavo La Rosa won all three of those races aboard the Jubba's. Two of them in a row were trained by Ronald Sigler. How about that? Early in the day, in the evening, I should say. The Triple Crown Nutrition Stakes won by Direct the Cat, 240. Thoroughbred Breeders Association Stakes won by No Change, paying four even. For uh, Cynthia McKee, she trained both the fourth and fifth race winners there. Dash for Cash won by Penguin Power at 12 even. The Calvada Breeders Classic won by Hesica. Christy Petty's second win as a trainer on the night, 1080. Then you had the uh, centerpiece, the $300,000 Classic, which was won by Coastal Mission for Arnold Bosachica and trainer Jeff Runco. Runco had his second win of the evening with Coastal Mission. This horse in that part of the country won his sixth race in a row in the Classic last night, pay 240, outrunning Muda Dib and late in the game. The disc staff was won by Someday is Today at 780, Bosa third win on the night. And the blue and gold stakes, the last one was won by Coach Ruby, which was ridden by Bosa but not Arnold. This one was w- ridden by Orlando Bosa and paid 7920. All right, that's the wrap-up of what happened yesterday. We got a lot of stuff happening today. And here's the latest. Are you ready for this? Channel Maker has been retired finally. Yep, male turf champion Channel Maker. Male turf champion of 2020. You talk about an iron horse in stakes races? This guy's earned more than $3.9 million dollars. Finally been retired after his latest start the other day. Uh, he, he finished ninth in the Sycamore the other day. So they said, okay, we're going to call it call it a day. They said, it's, it's time. This guy has started 56 starts, most of them in stakes races on the turf. And he has been in the Breeders' Cup six different times. Channel maker finally done. His career record... Ten wins, six seconds, and five thirds from 56 starts. Earnings almost $4 million, uh, exactly $3,915,983. And remember, he was the Eclipse Award champion in 2020. Channel maker, what a career, huh? All right, we'll be back. We got Jonathan Ardoon and Ernie Perry's Clocker Reports, Picks, Rich Ang aboard, John Lindo and Jerry J. So don't go away. We're just getting cranking here on this Sunday. We'll be right back. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. There are 
only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show All right, I want to remind everybody, uh, you've been listening to that commercial about the South Point uh, 400. Today is the wrap up of the big South Point 400 weekend out at the raceway been some exciting good stuff there and uh, this will be the final day for that and we also want to remind you that uh, the race day las vegas weekend shows and that is uh, talking about this one right here as well the saturday and sunday shows starting next saturday and sunday will move to our weekday start time earlier one hour earlier than usual we're going to start at 7 a.m 7 a.m is the start time for the race day las vegas shows Throughout the week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, as it has been, and now we're moving these weekend shows an hour earlier, Saturday and Sunday. We'll start next Saturday at the new start time of 7-8. So, with their turning back the clocks a little bit later on, uh, you know, at the beginning of next month, a couple of weeks from now, and the days getting shorter and the early post times for the eastern tracks getting uh, bumped uh, earlier, we decided to do that. We we got clearance to get it. We wanted to do it some time ago, but uh, we didn't have an opportunity to. We do now, so we took it. So we're on from 7 to 8 a.m. Saturday and Sunday as well as during the week. Okay? just want to give you that. All right. What about the weather? Well, it's uh, 59 degrees right now here in Las Vegas, about halfway through 8 a.m. Pacific time. You're going to get up to 86. And uh, for the most part of next week, we're going to top out at 90. Here in the middle of uh, October. Wow. As far as the nation is concerned, while well, we were talking, we were telling you about how bad the weather was yesterday at Aqueduct. They're going to be off the turf today. No turf racing at Aqueduct. Now, it's clear 
uh, for the most part, uh, from the Midwest, uh, Plain States, right out to the West Coast. The Gulf Coast is clear, and now the Atlantic Coast is clear. you got a little back action going on left in western New York and parts of uh, north of that in Canada. But for the most part, the damage has been done. The, the weather will be kind of fine all over the place. But uh, aqueduct, no turf racing. Mostly cloudy, they say it'll burn off. The wind uh, is uh, it's windy, and the temperature is 58 degrees. The wind north at 21 miles per hour. Wow, the wind's going to get up there. The humidity is 62%. And uh, as far as Keeneland is concerned, they had some rain go through there late yesterday, if you remember, if you're watching and betting the signal. Right now it's cloudy, temperature 52 degrees, with the wind north at 12 miles per hour, humidity 74%. So those are the two major racing centers that might have a little problem with the weather, but outside of that, on the West Coast, no problem. All right? And yes, ladies and gentlemen, they got to 100 degrees again today in Phoenix, which is the hottest spot in the nation. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Center's racetracks around the country. First post times are Pacific. Because we are in the Pacific time zone, these will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. Huh? Yeah. I mean, we're in Las Vegas. We're in the Pacific time zone. So these will be the first post times rolling out in our books. But if you're listening anywhere else on all those other platforms that uh, we told you about at the beginning of the show, uh, you got to be at another time zone somewhere. And if you are, then adjust to the Pacific time zone to where we're at so you don't miss anything, okay? Yeah. I don't want you to miss anything like... I miss mom and dad always. All right, here we go. We begin with Laurel Park. Laurel Park, uh, pick six jackpot carryover today, 7,596. Eight races, first post time, 925. Then we go to Big A, Aqueduct in New York. Now, uh, the pick six carryover there in New York today, 33,453. No turf racing today, so take the second, seventh, and ninth races off the turf, all on the main. And we're still waiting for the track condition there. First post time, 9.35 at Aqueduct today with that carryover. Gulfstream Park, their pick six. Rainbow Jackpot carryover, 31,864. Nine races at Gulfstream. First post time, 9.50. Keeneland Racecourse. All right, Keeneland. You got nine races today. The $350,000 grade two Franklin Stakes at five and a half furlongs on the turf for Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up is the feature. There was a field of nine, but scratch number seven, star guest, the seven is out. That'll leave a field of eight. Caravelle is the nine-to-five favorite from the rail with Tyler Gaffleone. That's the feature at Keeneland. First post time for their nine races at Keeneland is set at uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. at Keeneland today, okay? Then next comes Woodbine, north of the border. Now, Woodbine has a couple of carryovers there. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 18196 bucks. Their super high five jackpot carryover, $77,568. They got a couple of stakes races, a couple of $125,000 stakes races. Back-to-back they are. The seventh race is the display for two-year-olds at seven furlongs. Ten go to the post in this one. And the five-to-two favorite is Rosa with the... Mr. Kazuchi Kimura. Eighth race, the glorious song for two-year-old fillies at seven furlongs. Nine in this one. A little bit more wide open. 
Rosa is also the morning line favorite there at 5-2 to two with Camara aboard. So they're going to make a decision whether she goes against the boys in the display or against the girls in the glorious song, whatever it may be. She'll be running today somewhere. Ten races today at Woodbine. Nice two carryovers in their jackpots in the first post time of 10-15. 10-15 for the ten races today. Sentry Downs has eight races. Their first post time at Sentry Downs is set at 11.45. They got a pick four, a regular pick four carryover at Sentry Downs of $2,085. And they have a regular pick five carryover at Sentry Downs of $1,487. Okay? And a super high five jackpot carryover of $756. A lot going on there at Sentry Downs. First post time, 11.45. Then we go to Santa Anita. 11 races today at Santa Anita. The feature is the $100,000 California flag at six and a half furlongs on the turf course for three-year-olds and up. A field of seven before any scratches. Favoritism will be between Kings River Knight at seven to five with Juan Hernandez and Brickyard Ride at nine to five with Umberto Rispoli. That's the seventh race. Eleven races today at Santa Anita. Eleven. And a first post time of 12.30. 12.30 today at Santa Anita. Northern California Racing Fairs continue at Fresno. They've got eight races. Hey, they got a feature race today at Fresno. The $50,000 Bulldog Stakes. At a mile and one-eighth for three-year-olds and up, it's the seventh on the card. Six go to the post in this one. Hey, it's a competitive race. Good competitive six-pack here. Two-to-one favorite is Love Candy. Eight races at Fresno. First post time, 145, 145. And it's a mandatory payoff today at Fresno. They're wrapping it up. Super high five jackpot carryover of $2,707 is no longer a jackpot. It's just a carryover, and it goes today a mandatory payoff at Fresno. First post time, 145. And then we wrap it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California. Los Al, 10 races, first race, a thoroughbred race. The next two will be mixed breeds. The last seven will be quarter horses, and the last five of those seven will be quarter horse trials for three-year-olds at 400 yards. The 10 race card starts at 6 p.m. this evening, and they are seeding the pick six pot at $10,000. So 10 grand is already sitting there in the pick six pot today at Los Al. It's a regular pick six, 6 p.m. first post. All right, we're going to go to our break. When we come back, Ernie Perry's Clocker Report at Woodbine. Don't go away. is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Time to go out and get Ernie Perry's Clocker Report picks for today at Woodbine. He's got two of them. Here they are. The first of the two picks today comes in the second race. 
Remember, first post time, 10.15 a.m. Pacific time. So this thing will go about 10.45. In the second race today at Woodbine, Ernie Perry's clocker report is number four, Gun Court. At 15 to 1 on the morning line. Now, this horse worked 48.20. He said this horse has shown potential in the mornings and hopefully can transfer that to the afternoons. So, based on the the morning activities of Gun Court, Ernie Perry likes him at 15 to 1. Second race, the four. Ernie Perry's clock report pick number one. His second pick comes in the seventh race, the display stakes. And in the seventh race, Ernie Perry's clocker report is number 10, Western World. This one is 15 to 1. Oh, my. Western World, he said, worked 59.80. He took a shot at a grade one and ran well, he said, and should enjoy this distance and the tap of the footing of the seventh. So in the seventh race, he likes the 10, Western World. So Ernie Perry likes a couple of 15 to 1 shots on the morning line. Second race, the 4. Seventh race, the 10. That's Ernie Perry's clocker report for today. All right. Now let's go out to Rich Eng standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Got to tell you, this, uh, there have been some really exciting uh, finishes in, in college football. You know, the Colorado game with Stanford coming back and Notre Dame and SC when everybody thought that was going to be a shootout and Notre Dame uh, just manhandled SC and that, uh, that really neat uh, quarterback they got there, huh? Yeah, Notre Dame, uh, you know, a lot of people thought they might be uh, flat, uh, not flat, but, you know, maybe exhausted playing their fourth straight unbeaten opponent. And uh, they just laid it on uh, uh, USC. They were just much more physical, ran the football, and uh, they picked off three passes from uh, Caleb Williams in the first half. That was uh, huge. Yeah, and everybody thought that Caleb Williams, uh, you know, the Heisman Trophy uh, and – and a big prospect for the uh, for the NFL. Just uh, it was a flat day yesterday for him. That's for sure. Hey, what do you got today for the NFL? Well, uh, we had a nice winter last night yeah. with uh, North Carolina. They, yep. they rolled over uh, Miami. So let's see. I want to give out two games today, Ralph. Let's go to first game is two sixty two. Uh, let's try for a total between the New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans. It's forty two and a half. Uh, I like the under for these two teams. I think it's going to be played between the twenties. A lot of field goal tries, uh, both sides, their defense is the better half for the yeah. Saints and the Texans. So let's go under 42 and a half on the total. And the second game that uh, I like is 263. The Indianapolis Colts are a four point underdog mm-hmm. to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars uh, were living out of their suitcase the last two weeks in uh, England. And now they come home and uh, Gardner Minshew is playing quarterback for the Colts and the Colts have been actually much more efficient with him at quarterback than the, the rookie, Anthony mm-hmm. Richardson. So my second pick is I like the Colts plus the four. That's two, two thirty, two sixty three. All right. And uh, they, uh, the public is betting Indianapolis because it opened up Jacksonville favored by five, but uh, the number's four. Now you like bet number two sixty three, the Colts to win uh, against the Jags or at least cover. And uh, yeah. the uh, uh, under total of, uh, well, it started out at 41. I, know, I don't know what it is now, but it, it started out at 41. 263, 261, that game under the total, right? Yeah, it's 42 and a half right oh, now. Oh, good. So it's okay. going up a tick, but yeah. I, I still like the under. All right, we got that. Uh, okay, uh, well, I guess it's time to get a pick uh, both at Keeneland and uh, Santa Anita because you're doing both sheets. 
Yeah, I, I tell you what, I heard you giving out the the litany of winners from the the race day handicappers. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm pulling up the wagon at the end. Let me see if I can get a couple today, Ralph. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Keeneland first race. A drop down horse is the number nine, Derek, uh, uh, for uh, Brad Cox, and you know the 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 drop sometimes gets these horses to hop and run really good. This horse is a nine to five in the morning line with Tyler Gaffalino. Let's go twenty five wood place. Two for the ROI, number nine, Derek, in the first race at Keelan. Yeah, not only does Cra- uh, Cox uh, get him to hop in, but uh, Tyler Gaff-Leone certainly does, too, as uh, he's just riding in the zone right now, certainly at Keeneland. And then mm-hmm. the first race, first race uh, post time, folks, is 10 a.m., which will be an hour uh, when we conclude the show today. And uh, <clears throat> this is a good time to get a, a, a phone betting account at the uh, South Point if you don't have one, so you don't have to rush over in the first race. Number nine, Derek. Rich Ang's play first race at Keeneland gives us a singleton and the early pick five at Keeneland. Don't forget, Rich has a full sheet for Keeneland uh, races right now, all nine races at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Now we'll go to uh, Santa Anita, where Richie also has a full sheet of handicapping of Santa Anita today at the same spot, the Race Day Las Vegas uh, websites. Yeah, they have an 11 race card today, and uh, we're going to go to the 11th race. It's a mile on the uh, turf, made in special weights for uh, Calbreds. If you take a look at the racing form, uh, PPs for number one, Warren's Paradise. This horse, the last two starts, Ralph, uh, going long on the grass, started in post 11 out of 11 at uh, Del Mar, and before that, post nine out of nine. Mm-hmm. Had wide trips both times, but still was able to close real well uh-huh. under Rowan Hernandez. Now draws the rail where he can finally save some ground, and I think this horse will still kick in effectively late. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number one, Warren's Paradise in the 11th. All right, in the 11th and final race today, uh, Rich Ang likes number one, Warren's Paradise, uh, number one in the 11th race, Hernandez aboard. One thing I have noticed about Juan Hernandez, which is uh, absolutely uh, one of the top riders in the nation, certainly just manhandling right now the uh, the colony there uh, in Southern California. But it, it seems to me that whether he rides a speed horse or a closer, after the first eighth of a mile is run at any distance of a race that he's riding in, he has his horse put in a position from that point forward to win the race. In other words, he doesn't ask the horse to do too much at the end of the race. He's got him positioned and set to go for the top of the stretch, and a lot of times he gets a trip doing that. Yeah, and you know, that, that's a skill, uh, Ralph, that jockeys actually, uh, when, when they study the racing form, they see the race shape and who's going to be where. Yeah. So that that takes homework, that takes knowledge, and then they put it into practice during the race to get themselves in the right position. So uh, uh, Juan Hernandez does his homework, and then he puts it into practice, and as you say, puts his horse in the right positions. If the horse is good enough, they win. If yeah. they're not good enough, well, it's not his fault. No, not at all. You know, he puts him in a position to win from, and, and that's what you, what you have to do. Flavian Pratt is real good at that, too, and uh, these two are, yes. are two of the top up-and-coming riders here in the nation right now. All right, thanks a lot, Rich. Again, full sheets of handicapping for Santa Anita and Keeneland right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com websites, and we'll take uh, the under in the Texan Saint game, and we'll take the Colts to get close enough to win with the spread in the game against the Jaguars. Thanks a lot, my man. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, now I'm going to give you Jonathan Hardoon's picks because, uh, as it as it may have, Jonathan at Santa Anita has a race also has a horse also in the eleventh race. Okay, 
Of course, Jonathan's sitting on two winners from yesterday. So you should have your Santa Anita sheet in front of you because uh, Rich Ang's last selection was there. So we're going to go to the Santa Anita for the first of two picks today for Jonathan Hardoon. In the 11th race, Jonathan likes number seven, Jesse Bear. Number seven, Jesse Bear. At eight to one on the morning line with Herrera aboard, he likes the seven. So we have a Sirocco exacta play in the 11th and final race at Santa Anita, one of the last races of the weekend. Let's get dinner money. In the 11th race, the Sirocco play is the 1-7 exacta box. The 1-7 exacta box. Now, you know, Richie likes the 1. Jonathan likes the 7. And we go back to uh, Keeneland, I do believe. Oh, I take that back. We're going to go to Aqueduct for the uh, second of uh, Jonathan Hardoon's picks. In the fourth race at Aqueduct, the big A, Jonathan likes number 2, Lucky Lucky Luke. The two, Lucky, Lucky, Luke. In the fourth race is Jonathan Hardoon's play at Aqueduct. Fourth race, the two. Now remember, Jonathan has full sheets both at uh, Santa Anita and Aqueduct and also at Keeneland today. That's you know a lot of work that Jonathan's doing for us, okay? All right, when we come back, we're going to wrap it up with our usual closing act. John Lendo and Jerry Jackwitz. Don't go away. Fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. There are only eight left in the NASCAR playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Playoff weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. It's October 13th through 15th, the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Concerts, camping, kids fun, we have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 13th through 15th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? 
South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas, and we're going to go out now to uh, John Lendo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Uh, I know that uh, there's a developing story coming out of Southern California right now about the payoff in the pick six yesterday. Now, it was posted at $85,506.90 to one winning ticket holder. But there is a discrepancy going on with that. And until we can get all the uh, official information and the results of that, we'll hold that story off until Wednesday. Okay. Well, the, the payoff was correct, correct, but I'll explain what happened and, and how we got there. Okay, good. That's, uh, that's, I just wanted to make sure that we get all the information right and double-check it before we say anything. Uh, i got to tell you that it's uh, been some exciting racing going on at Keeneland, though. Oh, terrific. Uh, it got a little chalky yesterday, but oh, you know, man. good horses and a lot of nose bobs. It was still exciting racing. Yeah, no question about that. And uh, the winner of the Queen Elizabeth II uh, Challenge Cup, and remember that we're only uh, what twenty day, uh, nineteen days now away from the Breeders' Cup, and although twenty days away from the race that uh, the winner, Maj, uh, is going, and uh, they decided that they're going to go into the Breeders' Cup with Maj off of Maj's win in the uh, QE uh, Challenge Cup uh, the second yesterday. It sounds like they're leaning that way. They're not sure if they're going to go on the mile or the Philly and Mare turf, but, you know, she had been off for a little while, so it comes off the layoff and went a grade one and, and maybe try the older Phillies and Mares. We'll see where she ends up. But, boy, these Godolphin horses are absolutely rolling. Oh. Everything they're running out there, they're getting right to the winner's circle. I mean, and they're all over the place. I mean, they've got the, their jocks uh, flying out here and going all over the place. They had a win yesterday, obviously, at Keeneland, and one at, uh, at Aqueduct. Yeah, two two at uh, Keeneland yesterday. They won with first mission on the return yeah. in the last race too. Yeah, and uh, it was a little bit harder work than I thought. But uh, that horse has got upside too for Brad Cox. That's for sure. Oh, he's a nice horse, and we'll see where he ends up next. All right. Well, we know that uh, you have a full Linda reports uh, today for both Keeneland and uh, Santa Anita, with all the uh, selections and the suggested late pick for, and all the good information needed at the bottom of each individual comprehensive sheet. Both of them are available free of charge exclusively and complimentary at the South Point Racebook. So we'll get right to the picks. 
All right, let's go to Keeneland first. Race mm-hmm. number five at Keeneland. Number six, Evan Singh gets back, uh, gets the Lasix back, dropping out of the graded stakes race last time. This horse has a history of running well fresh, likes Keeneland, gets Flavian and Pratt, nine to two on the morning line. I think a good spot for number six, Evan Singh, race five at Keeneland. Flavian Pratt, boy, you gotta, you, you just gotta use him all the time. He's so dangerous. In the fifth race, number six, Evan Singh, the six in the fifth race at Keeneland. That's the anchor in the early pick four and early pick five. We go to Santa Anita now. 11th and final at Santa Anita. Number nine, Kayla's Joy was second the same level at 30 to 1 last time. That was despite a bad start and getting shuffled back on the turn. I don't think there was anything uh, flukish about the race. And come back and train well out of there. Hector Barrios takes her back. All right. Four to one on the morning line. Number nine, Kayla's Joy with a clean trip can get the money in the 11th wow. at Santa Anita. We got a lot going on in the night. Rich Ang came with a pick. John, uh, Jonathan, her, uh, her, Hardoon came with a pick, and uh, you did now. So I got I got a trifecta box of the one seven nine. You like the nine in the last race. We got to let you go. Bring in Jerry Jackowitz. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. You got it. Good luck. All right, you got it, my man. Now we go to Jerry. Standing by, Jerry. Good morning. Hey, Ralph. Good morning. How you doing? Just don't tell me you got a pick in the eleventh of Santa Anita. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> let's go. We go. We'll go to uh, the Big A first. Okay, let's go to the big A. We're going to go to the eighth race, Ralph. Number three, G. Munnings uh, pops off the page for me. I mean, it's a short price, nine to five, but I think the horse is really more six to five, three to two. Uh-huh. So let's take the three over the one, four, five, do reverses to break even. The three, G. Munning in race number eight. All right, we'll go right to uh, Santa Anita, the eighth race, the uh, eighth race aqueduct, the three over one, four, five in reverse. That's Jerry's play there. We'll go to Santa Anita, and you can answer your phone. No, I got rid of him already. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I'm going to go to race number six here. Sands to Sea for Gary Studi. Um, this horse has never run a bad race. Really runs really nicely all the time, going uh-huh. back to the dirt. I like him very much today. I like her very much. I'll take the five over the two, three, six. Do my reverses, but the five, Santa C, that's my featured play in Papau Key at Santa Anita. All right, Santa Anita, sixth race, number five, Sand to C, the five over two, three, six, and reverse, $2 ROI on the five. Again, we ask, as I always do for our listeners, that the power pages, you know that the uh, second, the seventh, and the ninth are off the turf at Aqueduct. Did you do the power pages for such? Yes, I did. So okay, they are exactly the way they need to be for today's race. And the reason uh, for that, obviously, is that uh, we, we've uh, uh, they well, they took they took them off the turf early, didn't they? Right. If they well, my if they weren't running them on the turf yesterday, <laughs> there was no chance they could be running them today. So I just took I took a shot in the dark. I think your shot in the dark was a good thing, there, Jerry. That's for sure. All right, 19 days to go until the Breeders' Cup and uh, two days until we get back on the air at uh, Wednesday morning. Remember, next week, all our shows, including the new times for Saturdays and Sundays, 7 a.m. Pacific time, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific time. All right. Well, Jerry, uh, you've got one more thing to say, and I'm going to let you say it. I'm going to say two things. My dogs to win are the Bears, the Seahawks, the Commanders, and the Chargers. Have a great race day, everybody. All right, Jerry. Jerry.